Hello, Carl. Hello, Johannes. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm in uh, uh, not my band's rehearsal room because me and my band live in different countries, but I'm in a rehearsal room that I used to scream without my wife telling me to stop. So <laughs> doing my thing. No, it's all good. Oh, I'm glad, glad to hear it. You know, I always appreciate you taking the time to do this, particularly as, well, Avatar are always busy, it would seem. Are you are you doing well these days? Because obviously it was only a couple of, well, a little while ago that, you know, you, you caught the dreaded C word. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, it wasn't so bad in my case. I am vaccinated. I <laughs> I presume, uh, we good, have good reason to <laughs> presume that that is, why I did as well as I did. I didn't even break into a fever. Uh, uh, no, so, and I kept my taste and everything. Like it, it's, uh, the worst part was being isolated and not continuing to tour. And actually I guess the isolation part. Uh, <laughs> I had some, I just saw some friends who have a past, which includes being in actual prison in actual isolation and in countries that don't respect the, uh, human rights very much and they ask how was it that like well you know prison but i guess i was in a norwegian prison because it was a hotel room with room service and uh, and a window but nevertheless it was that 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 was the weird part you know i I'm, i've never been alone for 10 days straight before no uh, it, it, it's such a unique environment i'm glad that you got through it okay you know uh, you. that's all that matters Aside from that, what an incredible year it's been for you. We're going, it feels like a very long year, but we're talking about a phenomenal feat of live streams, the shows that you've been mm. able to do, the releases, of course. Now, considering the limitations and the COVID-related hurdles that have been thrown in your path since the release of Hunter Gatherer last year, are you satisfied with what you've been able to accomplish this year? I guess, uh, yeah. I'd like, <laughs> I guess that's the right way to put it. It's because of course we have all been dealing with this on different levels and uh, i don't know every time i see someone suggesting that that this era in history should be when you take the time to discover yourself and understand what you want to do and reevaluate i'm kind of saying fuck you die and uh you know sink your body into a big tub of acid or something because this is very hard and has been very hard for a lot of people and if they have to do 20 anxiety wanks in a day to make it through then they should that being said it was has in my case and it and the band's case all in all i guess been fairly constructive uh what we have done with the time like we said we did the streams uh a lot of music has been written a lot of i don't know like one of the things like uh for me personally was to make it through day by day in the most isolated part of you know because now things are a bit different but last year was crazy right like where we were really isolated and physical exercise was one of the things that i okay i'm gonna do this now regularly and and i kept that going that was good for me um the writing was good uh and Aside all the personal things, when having a business meeting with a band, you have to say things like, 
okay, we have to try, okay, we're going to win COVID, whatever that means, you know, but mm-hmm. it was to go, you know, to be the first, <laughs> exactly, we, but to be among the first ones to go on a US, first European bands that went on a US tour. And, you know, we did 24 shows out of 30, so that was good. Pretty good. And, and you know, being able to put up music, write music, uh, you know, to do all kinds of band things. And we did, you know. And uh, it gives, a, I guess it gave some room to reflect on how we want to do things. I'm sure we will uh, end up coming months, be able to reflect on things we learned that will be useful also after the fact but i i would have preferred to not have had this happen (laughs) but as far as it goes i think we did as good of a job as anyone considering considering when you weigh up what avatar was able to do against what many of our bands have struggled to do i think that's just it's just when you compare Though mm. you think, okay, you've done as much as you possibly can do. Uh, well, last time we spoke, it was during the height of, uh, I guess, lockdown era, that period. And you yeah. talked about the physical exercise then. So that's mm. something that's still been keeping you going strong. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, it's been one of those things. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, no, I don't have a good elaborated word. Uh, sorry, that is, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> that's almost it, it was no but it was important you know I, I, tr- I got a meditation app and i did that for a month but uh, working out has uh, stayed and uh, pushing were actually now when the u.s tour came that uh, i think it was one of those things like okay i'm gonna be really really ready for when the time comes and and the cardio was a big part of that. And I have a little app with a heart monitor things you put on your chest and all that. And and it said after a while, it did say your level is elite. And uh, and it meant a great deal to me. And I took a screenshot and sent to a friend. And he said, "Whoop the fucking do." <laughs> you know, why would he care? I wouldn't care if he did it. <laughs> we, uh, but you know, so. No, that helped. And to be, I guess, I've never, I, I never was the most disciplined person. And I, I guess I fell in love with this idea of, you know, basically this profession is to run away and join the circus. And it was escaping from a lot of things, I guess. Um, but then after a while, it caught up with me like, hmm, I really, structures are great sometimes. You know, like do this thing you want to do and you have maybe a list of things you need to achieve to reach that ultimate goal or whatever you want to do. And like, okay, okay, I guess Mondays are, uh, you know, pull-ups and uh, Tuesdays are uh, you go for a jog, you know, or or whatever. And the schedule like, okay, um, I can write, I can, you know, work on the baselines in the living room, but I need to scream somewhere. So I guess, okay, Tuesdays, I am in the rehearsal room. And and I always, okay, I guess I should carry around a notebook with me. All this, I don't know, it, in a very unhealthy time on planet Earth, as far as my own, you know, the stuff that in my own little tiny universe, uh, I grew some better habits i guess 
Yes, yes, it's all good. It's important as well to note that however you were improving yourself internally, when you were portraying yourselves externally as avatar towards fans and stuff like that, that you were helping them in some way. And I want to take you back to January 2021 and, of course, the series of Avatar Ages shows that mm -hmm. took place over that four-week period. Mm -hmm. It feels like a lifetime ago, but mm, still yeah. in the memory. Um, do you think, did you, do you think you kind of, you guys killed the live stream idea by simply setting the bar so high to an almost unreachable height. I think there were a couple of others really good ones. Mm. And uh, I have my personal favorites, which is shaped of the biases of my own taste. There were a couple of that I know were good that I didn't see. Uh, but among those I saw, Two favorites that stand out favorites were Behemoth, oh, uh, the first, not the recent one, but the one back uh, then in the in the church rune thing, mm. and then various versions of what Devin Townsend did. Oh. And I think to me those were interesting to compare because they were of course vastly different. Uh, the bands are very different in their expression and what is being said and why. Uh, but I felt like they both kind of hit the nail on the head of whatever I perceive those artists to be. They found a way to express that in that environment. Like, and of course, it's being in the ruins of an old church and dealing with fire and tits, behemoth. Uh, Devin Townsend uh, being in some awkward green screen uh, environments uh, with uh, built by the Unreal Engine and have Steve Vai do I guess guitar solo dressed as a pirate? Yes, perfect. Perfect. You know, so it's all about whatever, you know, make, and, and those were lessons that we brought with us when doing Avatar. It's like, okay, so who are we? What are we? What's the, what's the ultimate expression of that within the means of the budget we have, you know, and ability and all that. And, and, and I do feel we did that. And more than anything, we surprised ourselves. I remember like, you know, going to the dressing room and afterwards, you know, the backstage uh, and kind of like, yeah, that felt like a show. It feels like we did a show. Wow, you know, there was no one there. It was a camera team and light tech and those people. But it felt like we did a show somehow, and 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 that was really special. Uh, that and I think that came across somewhat, and that was important. Do you have a particular favorite of the four? Memories, madness, illusions, or dreams? Uh, I guess uh, memories, uh, because though that was where the most stuff that we wouldn't have had the opportunity to do otherwise, and. Playing through the um, Hunter Gatherer from start to finish is also a thing that, like, we wouldn't have done that otherwise. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just dressing like we used to dress when we were 22 years old and do the whole, like, if you, you know, there's that segment of people that are into what we do to the extent where they, you know, know the deep cuts for real and has spent some time with the real early material and also people who've been there since day one for real you know but of course then you know we got our ducks in the row we did black walls and that kind of 
you know, a lot of things have happened since, but it's more evidently on a, the same journey, you know, and some songs from that part become a staple in what people define as Avatar. But we do have those three albums of, uh, you know, the awkward puberty stage of the band or what have you. And and that part is to, you know, to us is of course just as vibrant and valid and ex existent as any other part of our past. Hmm. It's just that less people heard us back then. It's connected with less people at the time. But, you know, in terms of the inner circle, it was, you know, we did exactly the same thing we are doing now, just working real hard to do the best version of Avatars we can. Yeah. Uh, so as such, it meant all, means all of those things to us. And it carries because we don't get to spend time with that part of our catalog so much. It The memories become even stronger, you know, because let it burn. Uh, yeah, I do remember different instances when we worked on that song, but that's a song that has kept on living. The last time Let It Burn was alive and vibrant was on the last US tour now, you know? Mm. But then you have the things that have been a bit frozen in time, if that makes sense, the real early things. And as such, it became, we, I got very nostalgic about it, which is, and the whole format of the show invited uh those feelings of nostalgia yeah like we uh, did um like there was this intermission video thing of like just whatever footage we had from shows and outings and i i was the one who put that together and i did a little music piece underneath and and on purpose i did that fairly sentimental sounding yeah. little three chord thing and then i watched it back once it was done what i had done I go, and you know choked up just a little tiny bit because it gave this opportunity to reflect on all that has been so so for that reason it was yeah it wow long answer uh but mem <laughs> yeah memories because it gave the opportunity to relive things that we don't get to you know live with uh from day to day the whole experience is just a unique moment in time for Avatar. But one of the things we often hear from those shows that fans ask for more than anything else at this point is effectively, I don't know, like a four release vinyl box set of those, the music from those shows. Any thoughts on this? Um, well, yeah, it's so expensive mm. and complicated and I'm actually, okay, so uh, my wife having a history of uh, music journalism, and we still do it together in our podcast, and now does uh, work on her PhD that, um, well, is in religion studies, and it's a, it's, uh, it goes beyond the point of that, but there, it has, you know, of course, touches on some metal things. That means through her, I get to sit in a, uh, in on a, in a conference situation where oh my god what is that label called uh the one that signs all signs all the black metal bands mm. uh are they french um napalm no 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 uh, uh unique leader no wait ah silence something silence, 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 something on s 
it's not that important. Well, a label that uh, has a bunch of uh, black metal stuff and other that are fairly obscure in terms of you won't see anything that they do uh, hitting, you know, the Billboard Hot oh. 100, you know. But I think they make a business out of like what the people that like that kind of thing, we are that kind of thing that they like. And, you know, and, and therefore they're really good at making for, again, fairly obscure music, make really nice vinyl releases, make very good DVD content, make, you know, the physical stuff. They go for quality over quantity. And they are able to, you know, sell whatever, you know, they, they make they make a living out of that with yeah. relatively small numbers, but you know, catering to good slice artists is able to do that. I don't think that we could sell a DVD, you know, up to platinum level. Mm-hmm. And then when we look into the costs and the different region lockings on doing something like that physical. The math, it just doesn't add up where we know confidently that there are enough buyers of that, you know, which is why we, we now there is avatar uh, ages.com, you know, it stays alive there. Uh, so people can, you can still watch it there. Yeah. Because we realize, you know, if you put it on YouTube for people to rent, YouTube takes 50%. Uh, so, you know, this is a <laughs> <laughs> better way, I guess, to revisit it. Uh, no, it's just like, you know, it's a boring business answer to it, but it just, it's what it is to, you know, to start up that machine. It's very costly mm-hmm. and we don't know if we would make it back because yeah, I hear the voices of people wanting it and they are loud, but are they many? Eh, it's, you know, like most people are like me, we are used to now using streaming services. No, I completely understand that. And you say it's a boring business answer, but it is a reality answer. And that's quite important. So you already mentioned, of course, 24 out of 30 dates done in America. The 24 dates, how was it? How was it for you? Great. Um, Like I had, I let myself choke up for three seconds on the first show. Then deep breath, because you have to sing and try to remember how to do this. But it was special. We were nervous before the first show. Mm. Uh, you know, I remember and now, especially John is a terrible poker player, like whatever he he wears his heart on his sleeve. So uh, and we're all a bit shaky. You know, you do weird things before the show that you usually don't do. Like I I take the dumbbells and start ah! <laughs> right before going on stage, like like because usually you you know. You know, you know how to, you know, to keep that ebb and flow of adrenaline and excitement stuff in check and to tap into it when you need it. But it was kind of out of control. It's like, yeah, so I was, you know, just lifting weights right before going on stage. It was different. But I remember once, you know, the pre-show, the music got, the, they turn off the music, the room goes dark and I put on the intro and people scream and I turn to John. What's your job? What's your fucking job? What are you fucking working with? <laughs> like we have that moment. Uh, and it was a big embrace, before, you know, as we got off the stage. Like it was so hard, so mm-hmm. special because 
again talking about the cardio and stuff it doesn't help it helps but it doesn't because it's and i think this is true if and that uh, as as far as doing metal on stage is an athletic endeavor i think you, anyone who plays any sport can relate to the thing of like you know yeah you go out for a run and you do your push-ups and you eat a bro- piece of broccoli and you go on bed on time but you also do have to play the game to get fit for that game because you need to get mentally used to what it feels like to push yourself and you know when to handle when you know where is that millisecond of rest yeah where you know where is that breather who you only have those two seconds oh, okay back at it and stuff and i think you know in the beginning like for the first show was like holy shit holy shit oh, one two three four holy shit holy shit okay i gotta pause holy shit go and say holy shit and, and you know you just went through like that i slept like a baby oh okay you know uh, but you know then we got into it and it was just good stuff it was a good tour it was focused and we were very happy to be there with and a lot of covid scares to deal with and the usual bullshit of the business you know but uh, um no it was good it was good it got to back to normal fairly quickly as far as shows are concerned then i only saw american friends over text messages i had promised myself to make a point out of being more of a tourist uh, this time around but you know i said to myself pre-covid and of course this was not the tour to do that you know we mm. didn't we don't don't mingle right now uh but it's fine you know we actually there i don't think there are as many bands like that around uh over the age of 17 but we actually do really like each other and uh so i was so, so we were fine glad to hear that you still like each other as you say that's not that's uh that's a rare thing it is it's crazy and i don't get it because this is the coolest most fun most rewarding uh stupid ass uh realization of your uh childhood dream you know it's it's ridiculous in so many ways if you are in a good crowd if you're not you're just away at home sleeping in a bunk you know sleeping in a vibrating bed and you don't you're not in control of when you when you get to poop or not you know like it's it's all it's it's not the best work environment in many ways but unless you like it and then the, it's the greatest thing in the world but the people around you play such a huge part in that where i don't know i I have such an utmost respect and appreciation for those fans that I've encountered who do like each other, like Swedish colleagues. Harker Superstar is one of those that were always felt like hashtag relationship goals. That they're when I've been on the same ferry to Finland as them, every time it's like, okay, they're just as giddy about getting over, you know, crossing the Baltic Sea this time as they've ever been, you know. And uh, I'm aiming for that but it's we are a rare breed in that sense as far as i can tell which is well, crazy. i don't think you're wrong but thankfully in this country we don't have too long to wait for your triumph of return it's been far too long since avatar haunted these shores january 2021 and you're hitting a fair few cities including our very own london so for those who are going out in the cold january 
days of 2022, should I say, it's so January 2021. That was last year. It's 2022, this year. What could we expect from Avatar, particularly after having been cooped up throughout Christmas? Well, the quotable version would be a live show so potent that all the women will be impregnated and all the men will grow ovaries and be impregnated too. But it's also so potent in testosterone and roughness that everyone, everyone will be pregnant and carry and have a beard. Uh, you know, it's hormonal in that sense all over the place. Uh, beside that, uh, yeah, like uh, what we are doing show-wise now, the the way we discussed it while working on it was always that, okay, while we were on tour with Avatar Country and looking forward was like, okay, Avatar Country is kind of porn in the sense that it's in your face, it's stairs, it's elevators, it's here, it's this big thing on stage and it's always in your face. And now we've made a show that just keeps on growing and growing and growing. And it's based in, in a more theatrical way of thinking as in literal the art form theater, meaning like it's, you know, it's more bare bones. Mm. There's more room for, I guess, just in terms of what, how you move and feel on stage is more, you're more free to improvise. So just, you know, just not every step has to be as scripted. So you're more free, which makes, gives it a different nerve. and if Avatar Country was pornographic, Hunter Gatherer is erotic, meaning yeah. you do some of the work yourself, but it's a much more deeper, rewarding experience, you know, instead of uh, sitting in the sitting in the bathroom stall at work, uh, jacking it. You you know you are participating in in a beautiful exchange uh, with other fellow human beings. So it's more intimate, darker. Yeah, more darkness, more intimacy, uh, more uh, more of a proper shared experience, I guess. And what, and in practical terms, what that means is that, you know, in heavy metal, you can always start with the aces high, bam, 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 ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -ba. Bruce jumps, bam, pyro, bam, you know. But we kind of borrow some ideas from some Icelandic hipsters and made a stage show and a light show that keeps on growing and growing and growing and something new is introduced all the time, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, you know, like it's not as much, it's rather than doing the roller coaster, you kind of keep climbing a mountain. It's like the song structure of Stairway to Heaven, you know? It just introduced another beat, another thing that makes it feel, I can't get bigger than this, and then it does. Sounds spectacular. Can't wait personally. You've made it feel weird though, because um, myself and my brother will be bringing his daughter slash my niece, who's only eight years old, and this will be the first time she's ever going to see you guys play live, and she adores you guys. So now, <laughs> now it sounds weird. Well, there is, you know, but there are, there are. If you're prepubescent, I guess this will hit you differently, as did kiss when i was a kid you know of course, yes <laughs> or deep purple and then you revisit some lyrics about knocking on your back door and she was a cunning linguist and like ah okay you know you know you can experience on different levels and we are i mean we don't necessarily make stuff that are that is made with kids in mind but i also feel like the expression is honest enough that it's not harmful it's not you know we're not we're not barbie dolls we're not 
we're not uh, what are we not we're not spice girls we uh, no. i <laughs> no, think actually we we are probably whatever message comes across between the cursing and the erotic innuendos i think there's a core message that will lead to eight-year-old girls who do listen to avatar actually okay i got it real story you yeah. play in colorado at some point and after the fact uh relatively early in our u.s touring days and someone wrote to us afterwards that they had their eight uh, yeah she was eight years old i'm pretty sure eight-year-old daughter was there at the show and saw avatar for the first time on the car ride home she hadn't said a word didn't say a word walks into her bedroom doesn't say a word comes into her bedroom tears down all the justin bieber posters wow Oh, so, wow. I mean, so i mean as, as far you know yeah sure there we are adults making adult entertainment but we're not again we're not making pornographical entertainment <laughs> we're not making it's explicit in oh so many ways but most of the ways that is explicit is not in the ways that would get censored in a way anywhere anyway uh you know satan is present and <laughs> and all those things but uh yeah, I think we are helping raising a good generation of witches, so, which I'm proud of. Oh, absolutely. Your description is always fascinating, in particular how you would, uh, how it appeals to so many different age groups as well. I think that's super, super important because it's... Well, that's it's the not... truth. How heavy. We're not the first heavy metal band that does that, isn't it? Mm, of you course. You, you brought in Kiss and that's, yeah. that made me laugh because I'm, th I'm near 40 now. Uh, so I grew up not understanding a lot of content until I got older. Exactly. Sonic Assault, Mastiff, Veil of Maya, incredible support bands. How exciting is it for you personally to be on such an extensive tour with these kind of bands, ones that don't fit the Avatar mold? Well, we have given up trying to find the band that fits the Avatar mold because we are weirder than we meant to be. Like... Um, in many ways, we aren't. I mean, mm. like, I, I do listen to electrofusion, improvisational jazz, shah, 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 blah, blah, you know, I do. But, and clearly, we're not that. There's a chorus, and there's a steady beat, and there's something to clap along to. But at the same time, the expression, whatever we're doing, um, we, uh, I don't know what, what, what molds that would be and mm. so so they're all different but yeah no is very cool sonic assault uh also their particular bias where you know one of the guitar players uh well one of the what, uh, the singer he uh, used to be a guitar student of a former member simon and the other guitar player he uh like one of our like the whole band like best in, in our high school, whatever the circles we were running in our, you know, best buddies at the time, he's a little brother of one of those girls in those circles, you know, so it's, it's total nepotism going on, but we're really excited of finally getting to use our position of power to, uh, <laughs> to annoy someone into, to this world, you know, and, and I think they are great, uh, which otherwise it would have been awkward to to turn them down but we would have mm. you know they're here on their own merits in the sense that they're awesome yeah 
but uh, but I get particular joy in in being you know in in the nepotism of it. Of course, of course. Um, you guys as well. I mean, we got to talk about the singles. You've been dropping like crazy recently. Mm-hmm. You know, going hunting, Baron Cloth Mother, so sung the Hollow, and of course, most recently as well, Construction of Souls. Mm-hmm. You kind of had fans second guessing and trying to work out what on earth was going with Avatar. Is this part of an album? They're going to release an album. They need just singles earlier on. So to answer this question, what kind of prompted you to take this standalone single approach? Because it's not something you've ever really done before. No, but it's like we're working all the way back to, you know, putting together the music for Hunter Gatherer. Mm. You have great songs that just, you know, we did an album and the album needs to feel like an album. Yeah. And so... I don't know, I just did an interview where I would say, like, we put together a beautiful black suit and then we have these gorgeous brown shoes lying around, which is, you know, nothing wrong with those brown shoes, but they don't go with the black suit. Yeah. Uh, so that is what this is. This is a uh, sequence of uh, brown shoes being released. And I, I kind of love it because... Well, now we got the Get Back documentary out that kind of reminds me of that. But part of that, I saw something with Elvis. But, but you know, you got your Strawberry Fields and songs like that or Penelane where it's not part of an album. It's not part of a bigger picture. The song in itself is the big picture on its own. To, I mean, I really love the album format, especially if an album is around well, tops 47 minutes. Okay. And then, you know, usually, you know, I know I love a lot of albums that are longer than that, but in principle, in hindsight, that's just dumb. I like, uh, you know, I like, I like the album format. Uh, that being said, for a big chunk of history of the past, and, and, and now again, we come full circle with streaming. Mm. It's not albums, it's songs. And, and by treating some songs with the love of letting them be singles, I think in a way also elevates the value of the album once you do an album. And having the option of doing, here's a song. Yeah. Because it's easy now. Like we do, boom, bam, bam, here's the song. It's a great song, isn't it? Yeah, I fucking love this song. Do you love this song? We all love the song. Good. Boom. You know, that's. Which album is Hound Dog by, by Elvis Presley on? Oh, good. But what I'm getting at this with Elvis stuff, it clearly doesn't matter what album was on. No mm. one wrote an album then. They wrote, they did songs, and at some point maybe they were released on an LP. But the album, as the album, we know it, that's since 65, I guess, Rubber Soul, something like that. Mm. And then it goes into, you know, peaking into 70s and 80s. And then when we reach 90s, we got the CD and suddenly albums become 74 minutes long, which is yeah. stupid. Uh, especially since everyone did it and filler tracks became a whole, to a whole different level when you suddenly got 30 minutes more bullshit and it's the pop acts did it. Who needed 74 minutes of Ace of Base or whatever, you know, it's stupid. and then the streaming culture, the whole MP3 started piracy, but now now we got whatever we got going on now. Mm. It kind of feels like we're back in the 50s in a way, which elevates the song. 
but we have the album there as an option. But if you want to write an album, you better aim for, I don't know, fucking thriller, man. <laughs> you know, I guess it should be the level of ambition. I don't know. We're going to fail miserable every, miserably every time, but we will continue to write the next thriller. Well, that's all you can do. The idea is, well, the always dream and hope is that the next one will be, as you say, thriller or there about as much as possible. Mm. But you must be quite pleased, though, that every single so far has had a phenomenal reaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'm happy with it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad. And I think especially now, Construction of Souls, I mm. get particular was particularly loved i guess you know no but actually oh even you know going hunting that that was really cool because again we there we had the great scheme of naming the tour going hunting before anyone knew there was a song and there was synthesis in every tour trailer and stuff there was a synthesized version of that song in there some part of the song you know we did a whole thing and then boom came the video on the first day of the tour by day three we are in new york city and people know the lyrics oh wow and yeah that was one of those one of those moments you know like it's uh it took three days uh and if i only had a friend like you and and that happened uh and that was amazing so that got a lot of love i know we you know at some point we do have to play baron cloth mother live as well mm. i see because that was also very loved uh and then you know i guess we confused people a little bit with so saying the hollow but that was always the point and when an acoustic thing comes out on its own people try to deal with it on its own merits you know and how how should that land like but but i kind of like that it does that at the end of the day you know well and now we you know you know, as a fan, we still want to be challenged by Avatar. We don't want you to keep repeating the same stuff over and over again. If you've got an idea and you've got this style that you want to do, we want to hear it. Yeah, and I guess that is the one thing we can promise you. Until until we have chased everyone away, we will keep changing. That is the... I keep being a fanboy of Dan Townsend um, continuously throughout my life. It keeps meaning so much. And the big thing that keeps, you know, the integrity of that the music always reflect where he is at at the time yeah uh personally and that leads the way of whatever he ends up doing commercially uh, uh career uh, you know career wise and whatever his output is but always the starting point is wow i don't want to have kids oh wow i'm a dad oh i'm 22 and disappointed at the world Wait a minute! I'm almost fifty. Wow! I take my I take my family on vacation. Ah, piña coladas. Ah, you know, like whatever is going on, really feeds directly into the music, in so many ways. And I think uh, that's the way. I also believe that that's the key to longevity. Mm. Like you have to try for those things. Like as crazy as we think, I don't know, between Saint Anger and Lulu, and then so lukewarm stuff. You say what you want about Metallica, but it would have been even worse if it was Ride the Lightning and then Ride the Schmeichming and then Ride the Blightling. And, you know, like that would be worse. Whatever they're doing now is infinitely a better idea to just, you know, try to figure out what the next next thing is for them. You know, 
I respect want, that. Yeah, we just want decades more of Avatar loving each other and making the music that you guys like to make. We'll continue to love each other and hating the rest of you lots. Yeah. <laughs> that there is the perfect place to end. We've been going for 40 minutes. Johannes, um, thank you so much once again for taking the time to do this. Thank you. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?